Like Paul said to that man, Aeneas, he said, Aeneas, Jesus makes you well. There's a possession that you've been brought into. There's an experience that you've got to have. He said, Jesus Christ makes you well. He didn't say, Aeneas, be healed, be healed. Be... No, he said, he has made you well. Rise up and be healed. Rise up and walk. So it means you can walk out of anything and walk into something. Are you getting what I'm saying? Maybe all you have been experiencing is poverty. Walk out of it now. You say in the name of Jesus, I'm taking possession. I'm taking possession. This month of February, the Spirit of God has told us it's our month of... Do you hear confession? Say it one more time. Say it's my month of possession. It's my month of possession. Glory to God. Possession means to be in control of something. Praise God. You can have ownership of something and not be in possession of it. You can own a house and rent it out to a tenant. So they are in possession. All right? If pastor said to us, it's our month of possession, first you've got to find out what belonged to you. Praise God. Because to take possession of something, you have to have legal right over it. Or else you have stolen it. Correct? If you see a car, the keys are in the ignition. It's not yours. You get into it. You drive it off. You are a thief. Right? So, if we're taking possession, it means legally there are several things that you're entitled to that maybe you hadn't taken advantage of yet. You hadn't experienced its usage yet. And so on. So you're taking control of what God said is yours in this month. Glory to God. You're taking control if things are still happening to you, you haven't taken possession. Glory to God. To take possession, you have to be happening to things. Are you getting this? You become the center of control. You become the controller of the thing. So something can't happen to you. You can then wait for something even good to happen to you. Because you have taken possession. You are in control. That means you determine the temperature. You determine what should happen. 
if you're waiting for someone to determine what should happen, you probably will not experience your desire. Glory to God. So, God gives the land of Canaan to Abraham and his descendants. Now, only God can do something like that. Think about it for a moment that you can't see God. Right? They didn't see God. And yet, he brings them a message that he has given them a land that they can't see. And they are to go and take this land. He gives it to them as an inheritance because he gives it to their forefather, Abraham. And 400 years later, after slavery, they begin to journey into what is their inheritance. But guess what? There are people there. If God has given you an inheritance, why are people there? Why is someone else occupying it? Praise God. Right? So it's either it was a lie or it's true. But if it's true, then we need some more information. Right? Because we know God does not lie. The Bible says God cannot lie. Right? Okay. The promised land we know is a type of Christ. He says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So Christ is not only a person, it's a place. All right? Now, the, the Old Testament, you know that it's full of types and shadows. There are a lot of symbolic things, even though they happened. Still, they have a, a dual reference. They meant something. That was the shadow. That was the actual body. And the body is in the New Testament. And so the promised land, like I said, is symbolic of Christ. So, if in the promised land for the Jews, there were enemy forces, yet they were to take the land. God said he had given them the land, yet there were people in the land. Then, all truths being parallel, it would mean that it is the same in Christ. Praise God. So, Christ is a place and it's a place not in heaven. It's a place in this world. And so it operates here on earth where there are enemy forces. Glory to God. So in the same way that even though it was their inheritance, legally it was theirs, they had to take possession of it. So, yes, you are in Christ. And now, you are an heir of the Father and a joint heir with Christ. But nonetheless, 
there are some things in the land. Praise God. And so you have Christians who um, have a difficulty believing in everything that the scripture has said we should enjoy in Christ. For example, if we were to ask, even in this place maybe, I'm seeing some new faces, so I'm sure, if I were to ask, should a Christian ever be sick? The quick answer will be, as long as you are here on earth, everybody falls sick. Right? Everybody falls sick. But is that what the scripture said? That is not what he described. I thought he died for that purpose. So that man wouldn't be sick anymore. He took man's sickness on the cross. So what did man receive then when he received Christ or he came into Christ? Is it a lie? Should a man be in Christ and still be poor? Should it be the case? No, it might be the experience, but it is not what should be. And if he wants to have the experience that God has talked about, just like the Jews entering into the promised land, remember that when they were going to go first, the first time into the promised land, they sent out 12 spies to spy out the land. And how God described the land was very good, except from one very important factor. He didn't tell them about the giants in the land. I don't know how God misses that one. Praise God. Don't you think he should have at least told them that? Listen, there's some big guys already occupying that place. He, it didn't seem to matter to God. What doesn't matter to God should not matter to you. Glory to God. What he didn't mention is not a factor. <laughs> Glory to God. All right, and so the first time the, the spies come back, 10 of them say, what God said is partly true. The land is flowing. Man, it's flowing with goodies. But the most important thing is not that it flows with goodies. <laughs> there, are, there are giants in that land. We've not seen anything like that. And in fact, every time we stood by them, we were like grasshoppers. Isn't that amazing? The giants didn't call them grasshoppers. They called themselves grasshoppers. But then there were two that had a totally different mindset. Glory to God. But because of the attitude of the people, even though God gave it to them as an inheritance, they didn't go into the land to take possession for 40 years. Do you know that you can own something and not experience all that it should give you for a long time? Do you know that a Christian can be sick for a long time? A Christian can be sick for 40 years. Praise God. All right, so then, I, I want to use what the man of God said to us should be the three priorities to still talk about this so praise God are you ready so that was the introduction 
Praise God. All right. Pastor talked to us about the ministry of the word. And you will need this. You will need this. Because the word is not just a letter. The word of God is not just the letter. It's a document of spirit. Praise God. It's not just a letter. It's not just words put together in a book. The word of God has the ability to impart to you a thinking. A way of thinking about yourself, about this world. The word of God has the ability to build you up in a sudden direction. Build up the way you think about this world. And you will need that. That's why he talked about the ministry of the word. The word has a ministry in your life. It wants to communicate to you a mindset. If you don't have this ministry taking place in your life, you will have a mindset of the ten spies that came back with a negative report and all they could see was what was available to their optical eyes. Not what God has said. The word of God has the intention to make you think like God. And as long as you avail yourself to its ministry, that is exactly what will happen. Based on what did they go into that land to even spy it. It's based on what had been written and said to them that Abraham, their forefather, was given this land by God. But it's obvious that they were not available to God's word. They, were, they had been slaves for 400 years, never heard from God until Moses came. So the ministry of the word of God was not there. The ministry of the word was not there. And so they, weren't, they were built up as slaves. They had a way of thinking. And so whatever they were going to see, it's whatever they were that they were going to relate with it. But those two had the ministry of the word of God brought to them, Joshua and Caleb. That's the only way they had that response. Caleb said, let's go up immediately. No delay. You're going to go up immediately today. Say that, say that to your neighbor. And then say, I'm going to go up immediately, immediately. All right. So, Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. All right, let's read it. One to go. My goodness, did you know that the word of God does that? He said, I commend you to God. He's telling you that the word of God is God. Praise God. He said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able. It has an innate ability. Inside it, if you make yourself available to it, he says, he would what? As long as I bring myself to the word of God, like you're doing now, I'm being built up. There's a ministry of the word going on. He's given me a mindset. There's a mindset being built up different from the mindset of the world. I'm thinking differently. Maybe all my life, maybe they had told me I would be nothing. Maybe all my life they had told me I'm stupid. 
But all of a sudden, I'm listening to the word of God. And I'm hearing, you are made in his image. The wisdom of God is in you. All of a sudden, that ministry is taking place in my life. It's reorganizing the way I think about myself. But if you don't have that ministry available to you, what are you going to do? Whatever they called you, whatever light they used to describe you, is what you will call yourself. All right. So what has the word of God said? Galatians chapter two, um, 3 and verse 29. All right. Can you read this please? One to go. Did you know? Did you know this already? He said, if you be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed. Then he says, heirs according to the promise. If you be Christ. Are you Christ? If you're Christ, then he says you're Abraham's seed. That, that means whatever God gave to Abraham belongs to you now. What did God give Abraham? He gave him the whole world. He gave Abraham the whole world. Are you getting me? Okay, so now... Why is it there in the scripture? God intends to communicate it to you, not just to let you know, but to impart a knowledge into your spirit. Are you getting me? So whenever you're hearing the word of God, that's what is actually happening. It's not just words like words of a man. It enters you. He's at the entrance of thy word. The word of God enters you and makes you what it talks about. All right, so in the process of the ministry of the word, you are becoming something else. Glory to God. You're becoming, say, I'm becoming something else. Do you know that the word is ministering to you right where you're sitting? Do you know that you are changing? Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Let's read verse 18. He says, But we all with open face beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the self, sorry, the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. There's a change going on. There's a metamorphosis going on. And it is by the Spirit. What he's calling the mirror is the Word of God. He calls it the perfect law of liberty, the mirror of liberty. And this one, he says, every time you look at it, there's a transformation going on. And you are now looking at it. You're looking at the glory of God. Every time you hear the word of God, you are looking at the glory of God. And guess what? It's your reflection. Because when you look in the mirror, what do you see on the other side? Do you see me? Who do you see? And he's calling you the glory of God. But when you look at yourself, it doesn't look like it's the case. It doesn't look like glory. It might even look like shame. But he says, no, it's not shame. You keep looking. Say that to your neighbor. Keep looking. Keep looking. Keep looking. Something is happening. It doesn't matter if you are broke. As long as you're looking at that thing. He said, you just keep your gaze on it. Don't worry about how you're feeling. Just keep on looking at that thing. There's a, there's a transformation going on. There's a change going on. From one level of glory... To the next oh oh hallelujah and so 
that scripture brings me to the second thing that pastor said the ministry of the spirit so in this year make yourself available to the word of God don't go a day without listening to a message there's enough information out there to try to destroy you you are not in a world that loves you Jesus said the world hated me so it will hate you so the world is not to be depended on to give a good description of your life so Sunday and Wednesday is not enough every day bombard your mind with this mirror see yourself the way he has said because that's the first thing without that how will you even know what you're entitled to you have to know your rights in Christ you have to know about the inheritance praise God all right first Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 13 sorry let's read from verse 12 TPT please one to go Did you know you have received the Spirit of God? The Spirit of God dwells inside of you. You cannot be a Christian without the Spirit of God dwelling in you. So if you're born again, the Spirit of God lives in you. And he said, this Spirit that we have received is not that Spirit. So it means there's a Spirit that is of this world system. A Spirit that ministers to the men of this world to be a certain way. But we have received the spirit which is from God. He says, so that we might come to understand. This is the ministry of the spirit. He will cause you to understand. Oh, hallelujah. Not just understand. He will cause you to what? Experience all these things that he has given to you freely. He will cause you to, you know understand it and experience it so the word of God says something there's a mindset that he has communicated to you it's not enough he also gives you the Holy Spirit to dwell in you to cause you to understand it are you getting me maybe you bought a device the device or maybe a phone got to you now you're aware that you have this device praise God you're aware that you have this iPhone or whatever it is. You took it out of the package. Now it's, it's in your hand. But it's not enough. Imagine someone gets that thing and thinks it's a paperweight. So you come to the office. It's there. Not on. Using it as a paperweight. And yet, he's still using this corded phone and everything he's trying to do he has to do it the, lo the long way and the wrong way until someone comes to him and says hey do you know what this thing is let me let you understand it he turns it on then he says okay if you want to do this, this is what you do if you want to do that he's letting me experience it are you getting it so now I understand what I have in my hand I really get it. It's not just with me. I'm now with it. I'm experiencing it. I understand it now. I can use it then now. I 
can, I can manipulate things to what I want it to be. I can use it to produce what I want it to produce. Do you understand this? The ministry of the Spirit. Let me read another scripture to you. Go to John chapter 16, 13. Amplified classic. Thank you. But when he, the Spirit of truth, the truth-giving Spirit, without him there is no truth. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you will believe a lie and fight Christians for believing the truth. Like what happened in COVID period. The Spirit of God brought truth, but those that were raised by the systems of this world, no, 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 no. They had to buy into this lie. He is the truth-giving spirit. If you don't have fellowship with him, you will fellowship with lies. You will be easily susceptible to deceit. Whatever men say, you believe. Like the man who put all his money in the bank, believing everything that the government said until everything crashed. And he went to that same bank. He said, give me my money. They said, there's no money. He has millions of dollars there. <laughs> you put your heart in deceit. He's the truth-giving spirit. He said, when he comes, he will guide you into all truth. The whole full truth. For he will not speak his own message. Now, this is where I'm enjoying even more. On his own authority but he will tell whatever he hears from the father he will give the message that has been given to him and he will announce just like that phone right he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that it, that's that will happen in the future now look at this this is the deeper side go to the next verse he will honor and glorify me because he will take off. Remember that Jesus has an inheritance that we are shares of. So he said the Holy Ghost will take off it. He will receive, draw upon what is mine and reveal it. Now look at this. Declare, disclose, transmits. This Holy Spirit will transmit what belongs to you. To you. You cannot take possession without the Holy Spirit. He's the only one who can cause you to take possession. I'll give you an example. God has given them the land. Now they go into the land. But I said there are people there. How are they going to take the, How are they going to take the land? So Joshua, who's the leader of the Jews at the time, is thinking about it. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? All right. Then all of a sudden, he sees a man. The man is standing right there. And he's standing with a sword drawn. So he approaches him thinking, is he for us? Is he against us? Who is this person? And as he gets there, he says that to him. Are you for us? Or are you against us? You know what his answer is? He says, neither. What a strange answer. He says, neither. Neither for you. <laughs> nor against you. You know why? He's the creator of all men. He stands beyond men. Are you getting me? And then he says, okay. He says, but as 
the captain of the host. As the captain of the host, I have arrived. Do you know that that's what he actually said? He said, I have come. Come for what? Who is this person that was saying he's the captain of the host? Oh, he's the captain of the armies. The armies of heaven. The operations of heaven. He's the captain. He's the prince of it. This is the Holy Ghost. This Holy Spirit of God. Who is also called the messenger of God's presence. He communicates God's presence. He's the Holy Spirit. So when it was time for them to take possession, they needed the Holy Spirit. Who is also called the extraordinary strategist. He said, I have come. Then he began to tell him what to do. Isn't that amazing? So even though God has said to him, listen, I've given you this inheritance. You will deliver it onto this children. He still needed current information. The Lord can give you everything. But what is he saying is yours right now? Yeah, you didn't get me. How would they have known what to start with? Are you getting what I'm saying? Where do they go? He says, you're going for Jericho. You're going for Jericho. So maybe, maybe, you see, he has given you everything. There's not a dollar that doesn't belong to you. You didn't know that? He said, all things are yours. All things, not some things, all things. All things, all things, all things. But you know what he does? So right where you are, what is it you require? He is the power of God to make it happen. What is it that you require right now? He said, Lord, I want to spread the gospel around the world. I require one million dollars. He says, a small thing. Let me tell you what to do. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, listen, the, this is supposed to be the possession. There's a wall around it. There are some things with walls in Christ. That some get to and then they stumble. For what reason? You shouldn't stumble. Ask him what to do. He's the Holy Ghost. He will tell you exactly what to do. He knows what to do. He said to them, this is what, and what, normally what he says doesn't even make sense. But if you will do it, if you will just do it. So he says to them, okay, you're going to march around this thing. What? March around this thing seven days, once a day. On the seventh day, march seven times. On the seventh time, give a shout. Any scientist here? Any engineer here that can please help me out? What, what does one how does it connect to the other? I, I've heard some people try to explain it that as they were walking, you have shown us that you didn't go to school. <laughs> How many men? Didn't you hear the description of the war? It was so wide that chariots could ride side by side. Six of them on it. You said, how many were the Jews? How many fighting Jews were there? Then you say, their feet rocked the foundation of the walls that chariots could oh come on you didn't go to school you should have just been quiet and act dumb like the rest of us when it comes to what god is saying because he knows everything he knows what makes things make are you getting me he knows what makes things stand he knows what makes things fall if the thing has to be uprooted he will he can tell you how to uproot it it doesn't matter how the foundations look like it doesn't matter what the doctors have told you is in your body. He knows how to uproot it. He doesn't need the doctors to uproot it. They are still learning. Don't they still go to school? Don't they still go for conferences? We thank God for their lives. But they are still learning. 
but there's a name are you getting me that that's the last one i'm talking about there's a name there's a name colossians chapter 3 verse 18 uh 16 17 <laughs> 17 all right look at this can you read it one to go this very serious very serious very serious do you know what he's saying read it just one more time maybe you'll catch it one to go did, did some of you catch it did you catch it he said whatever you do in word or in deed do you know that if you don't do Jesus is not doing okay let me explain like this this is the challenge that a lot of Christians have they think because the Lord has told them something the Lord is going to do it for them you are to do just like he told the Jews they were to march it, the Holy Ghost wasn't going to march they were to shout the Holy Ghost was not going to shout they were to do every time they were doing do you know that they were doing it in the name of jehovah they were actually acting the name <laughs> you don't get it i know I, I you're not getting it come on now he's gotten it when will you catch up he said whatsoever did you know you could live in a name he said whatever whatsoever you do in word or in Deed, do in the name so listen Jesus is only doing through you in your life without you brother bless you there's nothing going on Jesus isn't doing anything without you if you don't do Jesus is not doing he only does when you do as long as you're waiting he's waiting you are the actor. Don't you know you are the body of Christ? The body is what does. The branches are what produces the fruit. If you don't do, nothing is done. So when the Holy Spirit comes to do in your life, He reveals things to you. He makes you understand, but He doesn't do. If He will do, it's through you. He said, for it is God. He didn't say who is at work. He said He's at work in you. Both to do both to will and to do are you getting this no he won't do he will work through you to do if he want do you know that if god wants to do something on earth he has to do it through you oh i think this is this is more like a children's church he won't do anything but through you you, so there's a prophecy God gave me a prophecy God said I will do this God said I will do that God said this about me and he's waiting I'm waiting on the Lord I'm just waiting I'm waiting the Lord is gonna move by hook or crook the Lord is gone yeah, you're joking 
you're going to grow old, brother. If you keep waiting on him, they waited 400 years. No, he doesn't want you to wait. Caleb said, let's go up now. Say, go up now, 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 now. Don't wait. He said, let's go up immediately and take this land. He said, it's ours. Let's take it. What has God said belongs to you? Okay. Look. What are you taking possession of? What has Christ made available to you? That is what you are taking possession of. Whatever he said is yours, take possession of it. Has he given you life? How is death then operating in your body? How is sickness operating in your body and you say it's a normal thing? Whilst we are on earth, you are like the Jews that didn't want to take care of those giants. I'm going to take care of every giant. We will bring down every giant. Doesn't matter how big they look, they are bred for us. They are bred for us. That is the description of God concerning them. They are bred for us. They are bred. Say, they are bred. They are bred. It doesn't matter the challenge. Christ has given you possession. So take possession now. If it is health, if it is life, you say in the name of Jesus. Now, listen, maybe there's been a pain in your body. An illness that has been diagnosed by a doctor. Yes, they can do what they can. But what if they get to the point and they tell you that we can't do anymore? So start practicing your faith now. Instead of going all the way, you, you say, you know, I'm taking possession of life. No, you didn't get it? Yeah, there's pain in there. You say, you know what? I take possession of life. I take possession of life. Are you getting me? You begin to talk to that thing. You say, the life of God is in me. You begin to practice it because you've got to do. Are you getting me? You've got to do. When you take possession, you do. Are you, are you getting me? So, okay, you, you couldn't do something in your body before. You, you, you have to start doing now. Like Paul said to that man, Aeneas, he said, Aeneas, Jesus makes you well. There's a possession that you've been brought into. There's an experience that you've got to have. He said, Jesus Christ makes you well. He didn't say, Aeneas, be healed, be healed. Be... No, he said, he has made you well. Rise up and be healed. Rise up and walk. So it means you can walk out of anything and walk into something. Are you getting what I'm saying? Maybe all you have been experiencing is poverty. Walk out of it now. You say in the name of Jesus, I'm taking possession. I'm taking possession. You say, I don't belong here. They were on the other side of the Jordan. Not experiencing what God had said. But whoever was ready could have taken the land. Caleb was old now. He was 82 now. Now, Moses made him a promise. He said, you see that mountain over there? It's yours. Again, he gives the man a mountain. And yet there are people there. Again, there are giants on the mountain. The, the sons of the Anakim are living on the mountain. Listen, this man is... In his 80s, he remembers, he does not forget, that this thing is my possession. What can you remember? What, what did God say? You, you remember what he said three years ago that you have not yet experienced? Don't say time has passed. The man was in his 80s. He said, give me Hebron. Give me, give me this mountain. Give it to me now. What is it that the Lord has told you? 
that you want to let go. You're going to insist that you will take everything. You will experience everything that he planned for you to experience. Don't sit down and cry and hope someone helps you. I said, if you don't do, Jesus won't do. As long as you move, Jesus is moving. As long as you say, Jesus is saying. You know, sometimes they call Christians the name it and claim it bunch. They're very intelligent folk. The name it and yes, that's who we are. Why? It's because it belongs to us. Are you getting me? It belongs so we can name it and claim it. It's ours. Are you getting what I'm saying? So listen, one of the quickest ways to take possession of things in this month, your mouth, don't stop talking. It doesn't matter what you meet and you will meet different things. Don't sound like those 10 spies. Don't talk about what you saw in the land, the giants that you saw. Say what God said. Ignore what God ignored and say what he said. You are taking possession. In this month, you are taking possession. Complete possession. All that the Lord has said in one month, in one month, in one month, you are taking all that he said in one month. Who said it can't happen in one month? That you expire, you expire the year 2023 in, in February. That all that you are planning to do the whole year, God says in one month. Don't wait. He has given you an advantage. He said this is the month of possession. What will you possess? Or what are you waiting for? Okay. Just speak in tongues. Just speak in tongues. If there's, a, if there's been any sickness in your body, possess your healing now. Possess your healing now. Possess your healing now. Refuse to go another day with the sickness. If it's finances, possess it now. Possess it now. You say in the name of Jesus. I have legal right over you. I take a hold of you now. You say money comes to me by free cause. Unhindered. You say I refuse to be broke. I refuse to be sick. The life of God is in me. From the crown of my head. To the soles of my feet. come on say some words don't just be quiet say something take possession say something someone here you are taking possession you are taking possession of some finances that were accumulated for you I don't know whether it's a business I don't know what it is but it's there and in this month 
the spirit of God says you are taking possession. You are taking possession of it. He said you will experience it. In fact, you had forgotten about it. It's big, but you had left it because there had been a lot of... But now with ease, you will see it happen. The Spirit of God is bringing it to your mind. He's bringing it to your mind. And now what you do is this. Pick a day. You take just one hour. Get filled with the Holy Ghost and just begin to talk. Within 24 hours. Hear me? Within 24 hours. That money will be released to you with such... They will, the person who wants to give it to you will pursue you to give it to you. Hear me. No, you will hear this testimony. You will take possession this month. You will take possession of it this month. Not next month, this very month. This very month. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah.